the Lake Treason News, everyone. Pop culture, politics, and a sprinkle of treason. I'm joined today, oh, are you all so excited, by Rachel and Chloe. Hello. Hello. Wow. Did you guys plan that? That was yeah. terrible. I was furiously looking at Chloe going, <laughs> was like, Hello. full, like, Hello. fucking conductor, like, <laughs> and Chloe's like, what? I just, yeah, I saw Chloe just like befuddled Did and I was say? like, this is going to be a shit show, whatever they're planning right now. Did you say pop a tit? <laughs> what? Should I pop a tit? No, Chloe, no one wants to see that. I'm going to pop a tit now. Uh, guys, welcome <gasps> to Light Trees and News. If you're new to the show, welcome. We talk about pop culture, uh, politics. Uh, we, I will give you a bad news story or mm-hmm. several bad news stories and then I'll end on good news. Hell. Yeah, and that's yeah. the formula of the show. Um, while we're in the pop culture section, I wanted to continue my bad mouthing of Sasha Baron Cohen's new oh, show. Oh, uh, yes, please. I haven't seen it. Oh my god! So it's aggressively average. Um, there are funny moments, but like overall, it's sort of like it's Ollie G 2.0. Yeah, uh, and I'm like, who cares? And why do we need this right now? Yeah. Um, and also, it's him oftentimes making fun of. Um, not so smart people who are are trying to do good, um. <laughs> you know, are trying to uh, tolerate his awful behavior. Um. And I'm like, oh, I don't really want to laugh at these yeah, people. Yeah. But there was one part that I felt really gross watching. So do you know Corinne Olympios? I don't. Okay. A- Wait, I'm going to say something dumb. No, don't go Is ahead. she from The Bachelor or yeah. Bachelor? Fuck yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I knew hey. you knew it. <laughs> like, I think I know that name. So... She's in it, and um, she's like the butt of one of his jokes. Um, but I felt gross watching it because it's like when he's going after like Dick Cheney, mm-hmm. um, you know, like really powerful people. I'm like, okay, I get yeah, why you're targeting fine, yeah. these people. But Corinne, like Olympios, you might not like her as a person, mm-hmm. but I was sort of like, this woman has no power. Why are you yeah. like making yeah. fun of her? So it turns out the backstory of what happened was actually really creepy. So what happened was she showed up and they like immediately isolated her and they like separated her from her manager and they took her phone so she couldn't communicate with anyone. So when shit started to get really weird, Mm -hmm. she felt like she had no other option but to do what they were telling her to do. God, what kind of shit? So they basically, they put her, they make her do a commercial where she's like a spokesperson, um, uh, for, um, I forget what it was, but like it made her look like a privileged, uh, oh, this was it. Um, she like supports uh, child soldiers or child, uh, yeah, child soldiers. Mm. Um, and like, I think helped cure Ebola or something like ridiculous like that. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, and they also had her lie that she was in Africa um, for three months. Like, because originally they were like, lie and say that you were in Africa. So she's like, I went for a few days. And then they were like, that's not long enough. So she's like, a week. And then finally they get her to say three months. But the whole time, Sasha Baron Cohen is in character as this like over the top um, director. Uh, And at one point she went around to like the crew members there and basically was asking them, hey, what's going on? Because at that point she thought maybe she was like being abducted. Oh. Um, and they pretended to not speak English and didn't help her. 
Which what is the what point is, of the show? What's the yeah. premise? I don't know. What is uh, the so funny called, part of this? Who is America? And mm-hmm. so it's Sasha Baron Cohen um, as like different cartoonish character caricatures of Americans. So there's like an NPR hippie guy. Yeah. There's like an extreme right uh, former Mossad um, agent who's like aggressively pro gun. Um, and then there's like a conspiracy theorist. So it's just basically a vehicle for Sasha Baron Cohen to do characters. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and some of the characters are very like the the connection to this show is very shaky and tenuous. Uh, and I'm like, yeah. mm-hmm. there's like a British prisoner character that they tr- mm-hmm. kind of try to tie into the theme because they're like, oh, because a lot of people are in jail in America. And I'm like, yeah, but they're not white British people. Yeah, so it, it's this? very weird. Um, I will be honest that the only thing I have seen Sasha Baron Cohen in that I have enjoyed was Les Miserables. Oh yeah, I forgot what? about that. Yeah, he plays uh, he plays the what's it called? The innkeeper's the husband. The innkeeper. Oh yeah. no, it, he's the innkeeper. The innkeeper, and then Hell his and wife. Ab- yeah, they're the ones. Um, that master of the house. Cassette, yeah. You guys are doing. I've never seen the movie. Did you read the book? Nope. Okay, we'll watch the movie on movie night. Yeah. Movie night. Yeah. It's you want to come? Yeah. You want to watch the news with us? Walk over. Uh, yeah, come man. Over. Hell yeah. Oh. Uh, I have to say, uh, what's her name? She's great in it. Helena Bottom Carner? No. Nope. Anne Hathaway. Uh, Anne Hathaway. Amanda S- Seyfried. Okay. Anne Hathaway. Oh, I love Anne Hathaway. She's great. She's great. Everybody leave her alone. Yeah, Stop I was just going to say, what the, what's your fucking problem? Uh, guys, I realized I never got your recce Rex. <gasps> oh, I got oh. good ones. Oh. No, go ahead. Oh. Oh. Go ahead. Uh, Haley Kiyoko. Oh, yeah, Haley Kiyoko, you guys. You guys heard March 30th, she had this new album come out. Oh, baby. Put Wait, it on who repeat. tweeted you? Where they were like, oh, thank you for always recommending I can't, I can't remember their, their Somebody handle. Somebody was like, they yeah. got Chloe's back. Yeah. Like, you thank should you, recommend Yes, Haley and thank you, you so much. <laughs> um, what have I been watching? Well, I'm ready with my rack. Yeah, go I ahead. thought you were too. Oh, no, I just have music <laughs> ones. Like you were. I have music ones. I'm pulling Rachel, up music, but now I'm... Okay, I'm listening to a new podcast right now that I'm... Obsessed with. I'm so sorry. No, what is it? Um, I texted you guys about it. It's called Who Weekly. Oh yes. Who Weekly? Yeah. Okay. And it's um a pop culture podcast that follows. It's like a play on Us Weekly, and they call celebrities like yes, you did the big. (coughs) I gotta download this. Wow. I don't know what's happening. Wow. Rachel died. Oh, this is what you get for recommending another podcast. I know. I curse you. Killed. I curse um, you for a thousand years. But they take the celebrities who are like um, big, like let's say like Angelina Jolie. She's a them. But like Rita Ora is a who. So they focus on oh, gossip of who's. I love that. So oh, okay. like the who's are like the housewives, like the reality show people, yeah. like really thirsty, like who-y celebrities. Um, this one? I yeah. love that. Uh, Bobby Finger and Lindsay Weber. Subscribed. Yeah. Um, who? Who is that? Uh, no, those are the hosts of the those podcast. Are, then that makes sense. <laughs> rude. Um, <laughs> so rude. <laughs> Sorry. But they're, they're twice weekly, so um, one day a week they talk about the gossip, and then the other day they have uh, calls. They get calls. How did you learn about the show? Um, my best friend from home, Carissa, was like, you need to be listening to this mm-hmm. because this is your, like, yeah. C-list celebrity gossip I, is I my live, I live. lifeblood. Yes, 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 yes. I love it. Uh, thank you. I'm going to okay. be obsessed with that. I can already tell. Hell yes. 
Um, I haven't been reading or really watching anything. I think I, today I might go see eighth grade, like tonight, later tonight. See what? Eighth grade. The Bo oh, Burnham. Oh, that's awesome. I'm busy. Do you want me to wait for you guys? Because I'm not in a rush to see it tonight. I, again, am... N- Booked completely until the 30th. And uh, of I got July. no money. So, okay, go into that. But, so I c- I'll like I probably can wreck that. It seems really good. Cool. Uh, future wreck. Yeah, future wreck. Put it in your pocky. Uh, and then I've been listening to Sabrina Carpenter and um, I think it's Bali, Bali Baby. Okay. Uh, like Bollywood? B-A-L-I? No, not no, Bollywood. Bollywood is like... No, B-O-L-L, yeah. Uh, and then, jeez, I'm Mickey Blanco, but it's M-Y-K-K-I. Um, Mickey? Mickey, yeah. Oh, but M-Y-K-K-Y. Mickey what? Blanco? Blanco, okay. Uh, yeah, I've been listening to those three artists. Are they like, what kind of music? Uh, a little... Well, Sabrina Carpenter is very like... Uh, like female indie, a little poppy, that kind of vibe. Right. Okay. Uh, and the other two are like rap. Oh, I mean, okay. Bali Baby is like a female rapper who like kind okay. of does like a little talkier kind of thing. Okay. A little sure. poppier. That's my vibe. Hell yeah. It's like fun music. I like those. Yeah. Rips. I like it. Thank you so much. Um. Anything else? I I've been so busy. No movies, mm. TV shows. Yeah. I'm okay. Okay. It's a safe space. <sighs> I'm disappointed in myself. Okay. I started rewatching Arrested Development in preparation to watch the new season. Okay. Which I didn't. <sighs> I ha- have so many bad feelings about it. I okay. I feel weird watching. I have a sort of hot take about Arrested Development. <gasps> Ooh. I, I I felt bad watching it, and then I heard that oh, they redid Jeffrey uh, Tambor. Jeffrey Tambor and the everything that's kind of like yeah spun out because of it and how yeah. it was handled. The men were really gross. Yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Jason was. And, and I was like, you know what? I don't really know, but I loved the show. I honestly watch it for Jessica Walters. She's amazing. Yeah. And in the later seasons, when they have Kristen Wiig playing young oh, Lucille, amazing. it's so fun. Oh, and fucking um. Alia Shaka. Oh my yeah. god. This last season she was so good. So I I I'm like in the middle of the redone mm-hmm. fourth season because they recut it because so many people had issues yeah. with how it was cut sure. last time. Um also Portia de Rossi is stupid funny. Oh my god. Because um, so according funny. to a video I just saw on YouTube that I didn't watch, she quit acting. She's like done acting. Oh really? She said on Ellen. Oh wow. Which oh I can't say it on air. I'm going away. What? What? <laughs> I'm done. Can you tell us later? Yeah. No, okay. What? Claire, I told you last night. Anyways, Rachel, I'll say it again. I keep I keep teasing things that I can't say, <laughs> and I'm like, I'm so sorry. People listening are um, throwing. But yeah, things I've been. I've been. That's the only thing I've been watching. So it's not great. Yeah, I my hot take on it. I mean, all of the the gross men on the show <laughs> aside, who um, are bad people. Um, I I didn't think it was as bad as everybody made it out. The newer seasons. Well, I I mean I'm quite enjoying the recut version yeah. of. Maybe what? maybe I saw the recut version. Maybe I don't know. I well whatever. I didn't I didn't realize they recut it. But I was like, I thought it was good. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, although yeah. I thought this past uh, season of The Handmaid's Tale was good, and apparently people hated people hated it. it. 
I haven't finished it because I'm scared. I mean, I realized it was difficult to watch, but I felt like everything that happened, I have like minor qualms with the pacing and and Mm -hmm. some stuff happened way too fast. Um, Yes. But I'm also like, you have a limited number of episodes to make shit happen. And also I feel like the writers, uh, eh, that might be a spoiler. I feel like the end of that season had to go down the way it went down. Okay. Yeah. I just, um, one of my biggest fears in life is childbirth. Mm-hmm. And well, you're going to go through some stuff. I, I was told <sighs> I should just skip that episode and I, I don't think I can. I don't think you should skip it. You can skip that part. You know when it's happening and then you can like skip over it. Is it like graphic? Yeah. No, I mean, I, they, mm. I almost threw up when she was just like bleeding yeah you should not watch it yeah, yeah. i don't I, yeah, think it's super graphic okay. it's, it's like happening kind of in the dark if there's like bl- i can't really do blood stuff Sir? yeah there is blood oh there will be blood there will be blood <gasps> uh yeah guys did i have anything oh i've i've already wrecked this but i've been watching um australia's best home mm. best oh Homes i forgot i have to start on netflix yeah. it's very addictive it's three uh, it's uh, two architects and an interior designer and the three of them go and they live in various best homes in Australia and then uh, people vote at the end um, and then I guess there's going to be a final with the, the, the very best home that they'll vote on but um, because it's Australia and Australia has like wildly different geographical regions yeah. and climates and all of that stuff uh, the houses are like all spectacular, but in really weird, different ways. Uh, it's very cool. I love I really it. I need to see that. God, I that love is it. Like, I need to go to Australia. That is my dream. <sighs> yeah. Well, mm-hmm. I, as I said to her last mm-hmm. night, oh, guys, uh, sorry, Mom had our first uh, three-prov show. <gasps> oh, yeah. But what I was saying to Chloe is, let's do more shows, get in a festival, and then do international yeah. festivals. Hell yeah. Um, but we had our first three prop show, and it was great. It was so fun. So fun. It was a tiny, tiny stage. Oh, it was a little baby stage. It was a stage. tiny little baby stage. But we put a little butts on the stage, and it was fine. Hey, uh, do you work at a university or a college that books comedy acts? Mm-hmm. Uh, if so, get in touch with me. Do you work at a business that wants to have corporate improv training? We'll do that. Do you throw big parties, and you're just like, mm, we need entertainment? We'll do, we'll do it. that for money. Yeah. <laughs> Are you single? <laughs> Are you single? Are you a tall, attractive man? Please write Allison Kilkenny at yeah. gmail.com. Yeah. If you're around Tuesday, there's a date fest happening. <laughs> oh my God. Can so we talk about excited. it? Oh, we can talk about it here. Oh, okay. Do you, do did you, you say, say did we happening? or have we? No, can oh, we can, absolutely. Um, <laughs> so yeah. yeah. Chloe never me. goes on dates. No. So she makes dates and then breaks them. Yes. I'm a, I'm a bad Which person. Which you live your life and if you don't want to go on a date, don't go on a date, but don't make a date and break it. Fact. It's rude. Mm-hmm. Hashtag fact. But in my defense, I canceled other plans in in No, I'm uh, talking about your history, not oh, just yeah. this yeah. past Friday. <laughs> um We're so, talking about you as a person. Just me right as a person. <laughs> so there's a girl that Chloe's talking to that seems pretty cool. Yes. Yeah. And go through with this one. We want her to go through with it so badly <laughs> that Allison and I are coming on this date. At the same, I picked the restaurant that they're going on the date on. Oh my God. Guys, I'm cutting you off. I got out of the Uber yesterday at that restaurant. So you saw it? I saw it. Doesn't it look cool? It's so cute. Yeah. Yeah. Michael Sarah owns it yeah. also. Oh. Yeah. How fun. Um, everyone, Chilos. Chilos in Brooklyn. Chilos, baby. Tuesday night. Oh, the night to tonight. Tonight. Oh my God, Tonight's guys, tonight. get to the city tonight. Bring your date. 
Um, what if we stack, just like stack it with things? That is it with so like Everyone in the bar are people. Nose closed <laughs> on, <laughs> on the date and it's just like watching them. Can you imagine being that girl? Just like, Oh my God, I love that. So Wait. we're not like monitoring the date. No. We're just, uh, we're also going to be there. Yeah. And... It'll be fun. It'll be fun. It'll be so fun. Yeah. I almost last night was like, Chloe, what if I scheduled a date for Tuesday? Oh my God. There was three dates. What and if then Allison, I you get a date? I could. I could. That's I, so I have funny. someone that I could. All right. I'll, I'll, I'm talking but to some people. But we don't have to. I'm, I'm tired. I don't really want to interact with That's strangers. That's how I feel as well. Yeah. yeah. So we'll just watch Chloe and okay. eat and drink. We'll watch you interact with a stranger. <laughs> oh, so, so fun. funny. I for sure. Are to like operate? I think so. Uh, I think really? I think so. You I, laugh every three seconds. I know. I was like, Chloe, you can't break. <laughs> oh. I'm not going to break. If anything, I'll be like shut down and you guys I'm will reserved. be like, why is Chloe mad at us? My biggest. That's the only thing. Oh, good. My biggest fear is that like Chloe immediately sits down and goes, you know what? I just got to tell you. Those are my friends. Yes. I know. And then we're both like. <laughs> Deer in the headlights. She turns around. We're like, if that happens, we put on accents. <laughs> I'm oh my god! Wait, we we <laughs> wear wigs. Oh, we can we? we? I'm talking about last night. We did a full Uber ride with Rachel and I doing British and Australian accents. Oh yeah. Wait, I do have so a wig fun. that could like pass. <gasps> I, I have a wig that could pass too. Oh, let's my. wear wigs. Wait, that blonde one looked so good. No, that's obviously a wig that oh, I have. I love that one, one that when I played a Hope Hicks, that <gasps> wig. The brown one, I think I sent you. Guys, this keeps getting better. Oh my god, can you guys I spill I, something I think on I have our? A realistic one. Yeah. Let me let me go and look tonight. Can you guys like? What does the restaurant look like? Like, can you guys bump into our table and like make a mess? Well, so, so it would be so. So if we eat in the back, yeah. if we eat in the back, it's like okay. shit long shared tables. Oh my god. Yeah, it's like <laughs> <Shit> seating. <laughs> So I was like, we can't sit at the same table because right. yeah. the back is like this cute patio with a taco truck and then like yes. shared tables. And okay. I've been at tables with people on dates and stuff like that before. Okay. Um, I just think that would be funny. I feel like we have to get there before them. Yes. Oh, I was going to say the op. Why? Because I feel like if we walk in in wigs, you're going <laughs> to die yeah. laughing. No, but if, if I but then I'm going to walk in and see you in wigs. It's, the same it's thing. a little bit different because uh, otherwise you're just like waiting for us to come in. If oh, we're already true. there, yeah, it's kind oh. of like, like sort of stressfully. Right. Like, Well, this girl, I have to push it back. She wants to meet at seven and that's too early. Seven's too early? I, to leave work and get to Brooklyn? Well, maybe I can oh, make it. Oh, schedule. I thought you meant just like to start Oh, drinking. no. Yeah, I probably can't get there till 7.30. Okay, that's fine. So make sure she's Tell there at like eight, 8. maybe. So we'll let you guys so know how funny. this shit show goes Or down. come see it. Yeah. Can you imagine if you walk in and everybody like turns and looks at you? Chloe? <laughs> Chloe, we've been expecting you. <laughs> this isn't a talker. Honestly, that, would look, that would look like pretty good. That girl would be like, wow, she's famous. Who is this bitch? Yeah. Oh, it's Chloe. Oh, oh my God. Should Chloe. I come up? I'm so sorry. Are you okay, Pat? It's him from... <laughs> oh, should we like set you up like that? Yes, like, that oh, is you are so, so funny. funny. Yeah. Yes, please. That. I saw you last I just wanted to tell you. I was like, really good. I just want to say, like, you're so funny. Oh God, um, guys, when you flash your so boobs to the audience, I was like, those are nice. <laughs> thank you so much. When you pop the tit, that's like your tagline. Pop the tit. tit. That's my real life. It's that time of the episode. Let's all hold hands and cry. Here is your bad news. Pop a tit. So, first bad news story has to do with abortion. Oh. Uh, which, obviously, we are a 
pro-choice show, mm-hmm. uh, yes. but this is in the bad news section because this week, anti-abortion activists sent out a few hundred flyers to residents in two Indianapolis neighborhoods containing the names and addresses of two providers at Planned Parenthood of Indiana and Kentucky. Uh, The documents, sent with no return address, were part of a campaign spearheaded by the Dallas, Texas-based anti-choice organization, Operation Save America. Up to 300 members of OSA are expected to descend upon Indianapolis for a weekend-long conference partially hosted by the Aletheia Church on the south side of Indianapolis. Um, So my question is, so basically this is... And in real, well, that is real life. I was going to say doxing, but not on the internet. <laughs> yeah. You, when you send out the names and addresses of Jesus. abortion providers, that's a yeah. threat. Yeah, like, uh. And this is, these are the people who, like, um, murdered George Tiller. Mm-hmm. So we know they're capable of violence. So my question is, how is this not terrorism? Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, Penny agrees too. Penny just yelled. Oh, Peanut, are you pro-choice? Penny's she pro-choice. Is. She's on record. Good. We got you on record. Good. The I people know now. And Desi, we know Desmond is. He just he doesn't have to say it. We know he is. I Desmond is a modern man, and he won't meow. <laughs> He'll just look. <laughs> I'm just looking at him. Uh, um, no, that a hundred percent is crossing. So w- here's mm-hmm. here's some very rational words from the pastor oh at the Aletheia Church, James Farrar. Oh. This was intended to let the neighborhood know that someone in their neighborhood makes their living by killing children. That's not what, what an that, abortion provider does. That's not, not true. That's not true. It's not. They don't go Hide your children. They might give them... Kill them by abortion. <laughs> <laughs> that's not how that works. No. That's not what abortion is. They don't kill children. Children are the ones running around in a daycare. Yeah. Yeah. Um, They're uh, shitting in diapers. Yeah. So uh, Christy Glepsby, the president and chief executive officer at uh, P. Pink, which is the abortion mm-hmm. provider, um, said people don't expect when they go to work that they'll be targeted in this manner at their home. You assume that your home is a place of sanctuary and you won't be targeted. Our employees are targeted in ways that are very personal. Publicizing someone's home address is, at best, inappropriate behavior. Uh, at best. At, at best. best. At best. And uh, at worst, what I said. I mm-hmm. think it's a terrorist threat. <laughs> it's it's yeah. such a threat because the whole point, if you needed to notify someone that there, whatever, was an abortion clinic in the neighborhood, mm-hmm. you don't have to tell them where they're right. located. To their be home like, addresses. You show up here. Yeah. yeah. This is where you get the abortion people. Right. And by Let's per- give them the abortion. <laughs> right. And That's you're endangering not. people's lives by yeah. saying that they're job is killing children that is not mm-hmm. an abortion provider's job no. um but yeah it it man i especially with the history in this country of like um terrorist attacks on abortion clinics mm-hmm. killing employees killing doctors you know the message you're sending Absolutely. when you publish their full names and addresses it's basically yeah. like open season oh it's yeah. not just so they could send them a, ba- a basket of a welcoming <laughs> basket <laughs> welcome to the neighborhood Hi. we brought you fruit yeah i i don't think they're publishing their address so like a welcoming committee knows where they live no 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 probably not guys so 
Oh, yeah. I just wanted to talk about this because his name sort of dropped out of the news. But remember Colin Kaepernick, everyone? Mm-hmm. Um, so he obviously was is the football player who um, sparked the whole kneeling during the national anthem. Uh, what I is just happening clicked, right It just clicked now? for me. Because I looked at Chloe and I went, no, I don't oh, know who that is. Okay. And then Chloe kept tapping her knee. And, and I, I kept went, throwing a football and tapping miming. my knee. Yeah, that Thank makes you. sense now. Throwing the football, <laughs> kneeling. I was like, I was like, did he hurt his knee? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that, that poor man He was that big knee? man who hurt his knee. Uh, so, and he sort of sparked the whole like yes. peaceful yeah. protest, kneeling during the national anthem movement. Um, uh, to protest the, the many crimes of the United States, including police brutality, systemic racism, mm-hmm. all those issues. Mm-hmm. So, um, but then we kind of didn't hear his name for a while um, because he was sort of, um, not sort of, he was exiled by the NFL. Yeah. Um, he has not so much as received a single tryout from even one team in oh, spite God. of being considered by experts to be around the 15th best quarterback in the mm-hmm. NFL. Jesus. He's a really good player. Yeah. Uh, and this has been going on for 500 days. Wow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, more than that now, because this article at The Intercept was published on July 14th. So well over 400 day, or 500 days now. Yeah. Um, on any given day with somewhere around 90 quarterbacks under contract, it's pretty much universally agreed among football commentators now that the decision has next to nothing to do with football and everything to do with Kaepernick's protest. Um, Mm -hmm. So this guy pretty much lost his career for kneeling during the national anthem. Um, and he's extraordinarily brave because I, I believe that he knew that was a possibility. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he did it anyway. Totally. He's a hero. For sure. Thank you. Yeah. I'm sorry. Um, but I, I just wanted to read, like, I, I didn't have anything to say beyond that. I just think it's really sad. And I think a lot of people forgot about him. Yeah. <laughs> because now yeah. we've moved on to, you know, the, the conversation is much bigger than him now, which is good. I mm-hmm. think that's what he wanted it to be. Yes. But it's important to remember, too, that this guy, you know, Gave up a lot. Gave up yeah. his career, his yeah. His career, yeah. Yeah, to just so people would talk about police brutality mm-hmm. and systemic racism. And, you know, obviously his legacy is going to be that he, he did make that happen. Those protests have spread all over the country. Now to, like, you know, high school players yeah. are doing it too um, and younger. So he was wildly successful in that respect, I don't want it to be like this sad sort of like, and it was for nothing story. For not. Yeah. But um, yeah, it's important to remember him and that he's like still being p- punished. Like, yeah, that's insane. Because of it, yeah. So guys, uh, I, can we just have a capitalism is fucked corner on yeah. this show? Oh my God, I have a lot of opinions about this. Yes, and she has to do them in her British accent. Yes, I do. Um, and, and I have to talk about something. This oh, is oh no, it's Chloe Sherman accent. Things <laughs> are getting yeah. silly. <laughs> it's gonna Uh-oh. Get crazy. No, but I have serious thoughts. <laughs> yeah. So y- we are familiar with the... Stop winking at each other. I can't focus <laughs> I when you're doing that. I was winking at you. Um, it's, it's, I was winking at Desmond. Okay. Uh, we are familiar with the British luxury fashion house Burberry. 
Boomerang. Boomerang. Yeah. Fun fact. Yes. I did a year-long project on oh. Burberry. Ooh, break the break. In college? College. Oh. My marketing class. Wow. I got an A+. Plus. Good for you. Not surprised. Thank That's you. great. Oh, um, my God. You've, I bet you were a nightmare as a student. Why? Because I just bet, like... Because I bet if like if we were in a group project, you were the one that was like, "Be here this time." Do, 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 it wasn't do, mean if I mean, I was fun. I would okay, just, I would just fun, do good. the project because I didn't trust everybody. I luckily yeah. had uh, some smart good. classmates. Okay, good, good, I good. just did it. I but like, I would me, redo their. I would rewrite their work. <laughs> That's what I, I hated when people did that. Okay, but if you don't know how to use punctuation, no. Oh, that's not rewriting. I'm gonna, I'm gonna fix it. Yeah, of course. That's not rewriting. So Burberry, Burberry. Um, am I saying it wrong? I, no, I was just putting a different. Okay, I, I don't know how it's, it's Burberry. Pronounced. Burberry. Okay, mm-hmm. uh, intentionally destroyed more than thirty-six million dollars worth of its own products in the past year alone. Waste. What? Uh, they literally Burn. burned fashion and cosmetic products carrying the Burberry trademark. Um, and they explained that the cosmetics needed to be sh- destroyed because its beauty line has recently been acquired by Cody, a multinational beauty company. However, shareholders at the company's annual meeting demanded to know why investors weren't given the chance to purchase some of the unsold stock. Or, um, you know, yeah. donate it? Yeah, or donate. Donate. Yeah. I love that that's not even an option. No. Like, well, we got to um, burn it or we got to sell it. Well, it's technically if they, I mean, I'm sure if they donate it, they probably couldn't sell it if it was purchased by another entity and then it doesn't have like the proper branding or whatever. Right. Mm-hmm. But donating it should be kosher. And I love that Burberry claimed to have taken environmental concerns into account. They use special incinerators that allow the energy from the burning process to be harnessed for other users. Other uses. Oh. Just classic Mm-mm-mm. harnessing of that makeup energy. Yes. They set fire to the clothes. And obviously, Burberry also uses sweatshop labor. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, it goes without saying. Ugh. But when we, when there is $36 million worth of product and they just burn it, capitalism is fucked, y'all. It bad. It fucked. I cannot believe that. And it makes me so angry that that's like a viable solution. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like that's something I would say, like in a meeting as a joke, let's burn it. And then people would be like, you're funny. What if Why that's are you a happened? funny person in the audience? What if that's happened? What if Burberry's Rachel, like, yeah, yeah was Her in a meeting Rachel. and was, Rachel was doing a little bit and they were like, great idea. That's probably what happened. And she's now like, hey, fuck, this is why I should have gone into comedy and not... <laughs> Fucking bloody marketing. Oh, British Rachel, there's still time to do improv comedy. All right. Someone give me a suggestion. <laughs> Don't say fire. <laughs> fire. <laughs> oh, she's gone. Um, That's a, a bananas to me. And also, I just feel like the the luxury. I mean, the luxury market is undergoing like a lot of stress and change because consumers are changing the way that they perceive luxury mm-hmm. um brand names aren't as like getting people as far people would yeah, right. pay for quality of these brands but don't necessarily need like labels on everything 
consumers are taking into account so much more like corporate social responsibility, mm-hmm. um, green practices, mm-hmm. whatever. Mm-hmm. For them to do something like this, this is like the opposite. Right. This like waste. Like even if they're trying to connect to like the new luxury consumer, like they're poorly executing right. that. Right. It's yeah. a dumb business move and a shitty thing to do. Yeah, I remember there was there was kind like, of a uproar. Was it Whole Foods? I forget. There was some big grocery company that was throwing out like good food, what? and people were furious about it. Yeah, um, yeah I, it's just that's that's capitalism. It's wasteful, <laughs> and it's it's wasteful at a time when people are like starving and yeah. need access to i guess like foods a, a more elevated version of cuz you can make the argument nobody really needs like Perfect. luxury products like lipstick and I mean and cosmetics. whatever they make some bomb scarves people they are do. cold people need scarves yeah, people are cold no but but it is true that like you know if if you're upset by these things and you frequent a brand or a store and you speak out about it, like the more you speak out about it, right. like things are changing slowly, but, and they're changing because consumers needs and wants are changing at the end of the day. Like, I mean, this was a stupid, stupid move. If they were smart, they would have turned this into a campaign right? and done this big giving moment or whatever, which yeah. is still done for greedy reasons, but at least it's making, mm-hmm. and I mean, I, I'm change. okay. I'm okay. If a giant label like that does, philanthropy because they want their name to be associated with with charity yeah i'm like i don't Mm -hmm. care you don't have to be doing it out of like the goodness of your heart yeah if it ultimately helps people it helps people yeah Um, and the result is still the same yeah 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 yeah. Yeah. there is that thought that nobody there's no true act of charity that everybody all charity is done for (laughs) selfish reasons i don't really care as long as people get helped i'm like yeah if you feel good about it when you're helping people great Great. (laughs) you know cool you should um, so this next story, um, is sort of piggybacking off of another story we covered on this show about, I believe it was a woman who went to, um, the pharmacy. I think she was trying to get plan B or something like that. And anyway, the, the pharmacist, um, basically turned her away and refused to fill the order. So she had to go to a different pharmacy So this story is about a a CVS pharmacist who allegedly humiliated and denied a woman her hormone therapy medication. Um, Arizona woman, (gasps) Hildy Hall. Yep, Arizona, represent. Boo. (laughs) There's some good people that came out of that place, okay? Did you notice how most of my bad stories are from Arizona? (laughs) I know. Do you notice how emotionally distraught I get? Yes. Uh, So Arizona woman, Hildy Hall, has testified to a nightmare experience at a CVS pharmacy where she had gone in April to fill her first prescription to begin her hormone therapy treatment. So she hadn't even started it yet. Oh, poor Hildy. Mm. Do they say where in Arizona? No. Okay, that's fine. Um, Hall's story comes just one month after... Oh, this is the story. Uh, One month after an Arizona Walgreens pharmacist legally denied abortion medication to a woman who'd found out that her baby no longer had a heartbeat. Um, so in a, this is from the ACLU's um, website. Um, so this is Hall describing being shamed by a pharmacist uh, who denied her medication for no particular reason. 
After years of working to affirm my identity in a world where transgender people are questioned constantly about how well they know themselves, the pharmacist refused to fill one of the prescriptions needed to affirm my identity. He did not give me a clear reason for the refusal. He just kept asking loudly and in front of other CVS staff and customers why I was given the prescriptions. Embarrassed and distressed, I nearly started crying in the middle of the store. I didn't want to answer why I had been described this hormone therapy combination by my doctor. I felt like the pharmacist was trying to out me as transgender in front of strangers. I just froze and worked on holding back the tears. Um, so not only was she denied the medication, she says, the pharmacist refused to return her doctor's prescription. What? Which is what so fucked. Fuck? It's like... Okay, asshole, like, it's bad enough that you don't want to fill it, but, like, at least give her the chance to go to a different pharmacist who will, you know? She says her doctor called the pharmacist who still refused to provide the medication. So her doctor... Isn't that illegal? That that part, I think, is illegal. Your one fucking job as a pharmacist is to fill people's prescriptions. That's, like, your big fucking job. Give your own opinion. Like, it doesn't fucking matter why someone wants their prescription. They have a prescription, give it to them. Yeah, so her (gasps) doctor had to call into Walgreens. Um... Hall claims that she made several attempts to reach CVS's corporate complaint line but received no answer. Today, CVS told Jezebel that the pharmacist who violated company policies and does not reflect our values is no longer employed at the company. Good. And that CVS extends its sincere apologies to Ms. Hall, which is right on. <laughs> like, that person needed to lose their job. Yes, absolutely. Um, absolutely. You don't, absolutely. That's not your job. You don't ask no. questions. That is not your... No. Yeah. Like, even that other story that I talked about before, if I'm remembering correctly, mm-hmm. um, I apologize if this is not correct, but I think it is. Yeah. I think in that first story, bad enough you've denied this um, abortion alternative to uh, a woman who has a fetus with no heartbeat inside of her, but they, uh, they sent that prescription to a different pharmacy. So, like, they morally, they made the moral argument that it, they, they will not fulfill they it. did not feel comfortable doing it but they sent her somewhere where mm-hmm. that's bullshit obviously but at least yeah. it was still like you can get it somewhere not else. like i'm gonna hold your i'm birth holding script. it hostage and i'm not gonna talk I'm to your doctor like it. that is so fucking beyond the pale obviously you know that's not gonna go well for yeah. you yeah you're gonna lose your job and it's like if listen if you wanted to take your like little principled stance for whatever uh and you're go fuck yourself to lose your job you lost your job so Go fuck yourself. Great job. Great job. Uh, Arizona. (laughs) Did you hear Jamper's glorious return? Oh, my God. No. I met her. She was on the show. It was very exciting. Oh, yes. No, I did hear that. I got really scared that I missed some, like, really big news thing. No, no. She's still in my as far as we know. Although, weirdly, she was on the show. She kept thinking I was a child. Yeah. Oh, but everyone does. That's true. Yeah. She's just perceptive that way. Yes. Guys, it's that time of the show. Jump up and down. Penny, are you so excited? Penny's so excited. Here is your good news. Good news. Terrible. Rachel just started singing good news over and over. And you were like, I need this to stop. Oh, wait. Is it because, yeah, I couldn't figure out why the whole screen was lit up yellow. It's because I clicked the little headphones icon, guys. I do. 
I thought she was going to meow again. So, first good news item, everyone. Yes. Um, we talked a lot about uh, Ocasio-Cortez's victory here in uh, New York City. Hell yeah. And that was a very exciting moment for the left. But immediately naysayers came out from the Democratic Party uh, itself um, that her socialist agenda <clears throat> wouldn't mm. play to the Midwest. So that was immediately proven false. Mm. Uh, there was just a huge rally Yay. in uh, Kansas with uh, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, Senator Bernie Sanders, and James Thompson, who's a, a Kansas House candidate. Um, and the event f was for um, James Thompson. But the place was packed. There were tons of people and uh, Ocasio-Cortez was greeted really enthusiastically. And the New York Times spoke with um, some of the people uh, who were at the rally and spoke to them specifically about Ocasio-Cortez. And they were very, very excited about her. Yay. Oh, that makes my heart happy. Yeah. So um, when she was at the rally, she told the crowd, whether you live in Vermont or the Bronx or Kansas, we share common hopes and aspirations that are much greater than the superficial differences that may separate us. Hell yeah. Um, so, yeah, <laughs> I love this part. They spoke with a 25-year-old preschool teacher named Nicholas Beto, who was wearing a vintage Bernie for President t-shirt. R.I.P. Uh, let it go. And <laughs> Chloe's oh, just shaking her head. I didn't, I didn't feel the burn. <laughs> let it go. Uh, and said uh, she's very strong. Um, and the fact that she's young, he said, carries the progressive message further, which yeah. I agree with. Totally. Um, but yeah, I think, I think that's total condescending bullshit to say that literally her message was, uh, everyone should have access to healthcare and affordable housing. And to say that will play in Kansas is like, wow, you think that little of people. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Like, how do you think people in Kansas don't want a living wage? Too many right. tornadoes. <laughs> They're all mixed up from oh, those they tornadoes. Oh, they don't get it. You don't understand. You've never been to Oz. <laughs> <laughs> Have you been to Oz even once? Okay. Uh, okay. No. You, no. Do you well, know what it's like to run from the flying monkeys? You know monkeys? who also hasn't? Bernie Sanders. Right. <laughs> and that's why he didn't win the 2016 Democratic nomination. Walk no. a step down the yellow brick road in my shoes. <laughs> um, Take a step in my shoes. But it was a specific from Oz. Um... So, oh, I didn't see that Ocasio-Cortez had a walk back. She got in trouble because <gasps> she referred to Israel, Israel's occupation of Palestine, which is just accurate. <laughs> so she, apparently she had to walk that back. And she said that she's not the expert on geopolitics on this issue. Hmm. Oh, I don't like the way that was handled. Yeah. Mm. Just... Stick with the thing you said. Yeah. You were right. But anyway, um, yeah, there were, it was packed. I saw some people post video from the rally um, basically to counter uh, the claim that she wouldn't play in the Midwest. And they were like, seems like she's playing in the Midwest. Yeah. Seems like, uh, seems like, like it's her. validation. Yeah. Socialism can play anywhere, guys. What? Did you know that? Why? Yeah. Socialists are scary. But they're not scary. You don't have to be scared of socialists. <laughs> it's like they put other people's needs before their own. But what? That shouldn't scare you. That's just altruism. Mm, but what if someone 
and I work hard and someone doesn't work hard, then they still get my potatoes. <laughs> There's plenty of potatoes for everyone. Mm, Don't be scared. I'm going to go to McDonald's now. <laughs> oh, there she goes. Oh, she's gone. That was purely Rachel just saying what she wanted to do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm over Mickey D's right now. Are you yeah. done? Um, I will say I did have a relapse. Oh, no. It oh. had been a solid, like, five months. That's good. Sans McDonald's. And then my roommate was like, I'm ordering chicken nuggies. Do you want Devil. anything? And I was like, I want a McFlurry. <laughs> but the ice cream machine was broken, and it was this huge ordeal. Shocking. Shocking. Anyways, needless to say. Oh, yeah. Isn't that the joke that it's always broken? Yeah. yeah I heard. Always. I, I watched this, like, BuzzFeed, like, um, we talked to former McDonald's employees and they're like, sometimes the ice cream machine isn't broken and I just don't want to use it. Why is it such a pain in the ass to use? Apparently it's like uh, not an clean, easy machine. I assume you have to clean it after. Oh. Well, actually so pregnant only, like, women aren't supposed to eat from soft serve machines. What? Because of the way that they're cleaned. It's, Ew, there might you, be like stuff in them, but like we're fine. And as long as there's like not a baby what in What chemical it. are they using? I don't think it's a chemical. Oh. I think it's like there might be like bacteria oh, that would oh. harm a baby, but not you. Sure, sure, sure. Got it. Uh, Fun facts. Fun. I know about ice cream. Yeah, because I was wondering. I thought that was a, like a big joke that they were yeah. always like, oh, it it's is, broken. Yeah. 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 <laughs> That's so funny. Uh, Anyways. So this next good news story is pure uh, like journalist porn like i don't know if it's Ooh. like Ooh, hot. i don't know if it'll be interesting to anyone else but it made me it was so deeply satisfying uh but it's uh by friend of the show and frequent guest host parker malloy over parker. at upworthy uh and by the way if you're ever looking for links to any of the articles i read on the show they are on our Lipson page so all of the links are there um, so the title is When Reporters Team Up, Better Journalism Ensues. Um, so S Parker opens, something strange happened at the White House on July 18th. Um, NBC's Hallie Jackson was asking Press Secretary San uh, Sarah Sanders about Trump's inconsistent answers on the topic of Russian election interference. Mm -hmm. We remember the disastrous Helsinki meeting, and then uh, he was asked about it, and he said... Oh, I, I I meant to say uh, wouldn't, but I said would. Oh and my then god! Yep. So a little bit it's a double negative. confused. You're fired. And then he flipped again on that and said, "Oh, Putin should come to the White House and you know hang out with me." <laughs> so during his uh, July 16th summit, um, oh yeah, blah blah blah, the the wouldn't wouldn't thing. Uh, it was all very confusing. So it was reasonable that reporters might have a few questions about it. Mm -hmm. Why shouldn't this president have any credibility to Americans in what he says if, in fact, 24 hours later, or in this case, three hours later, the White House comes out and says, just kidding, asked Jackson. Um, so as press secretaries in this administration, as well as previ previous ones, have a tendency to do when backed into a corner on a question they might not have the answer to, Sanders offered a quick response to Jackson and called on another reporter before she got any follow-up questions, which is like a strategy yeah. press secretaries always do. Mm -hmm. uh, this time, though, it didn't work. Yes. <laughs> a journalist from a competing outlet threw the question back to Jackson, which never happens. They don't throw questions back to each other because if you get your moment yeah. to yeah. talk to a press secretary, selfishly, but also it's a strategy because you're a journalist, it's your living, you want to take that moment for yourself. Not the case. Threw it back to Jackson. 
Um, Sarah Sanders realizes what's happening and goes, I'm just going to keep it moving. Jordan, go ahead. So she calls on Jordan Fabian, a reporter at the Hill. Jackson persisted, but once again, Sanders cut her off and threw the question over to Fabian. And once again, Fabian got it, and he threw it back to Jackson. <gasps> oh, I love this so much. Oh, it was so satisfying. Oh, Sarah. And as Parker made this point in her article, journalism is an extremely competitive industry. Yeah. This does not happen. But every once in a while, reporters join together in solidarity to advance the underlying goal of obtaining information, which especially from this administration, they're doing fewer and fewer press conferences, just deliberate. Yes. They're trying to ice out the media, so for the the reporters to work together in this way was really, really powerful. Yeah. Um, Hell yeah. So, yeah, the, actually, there's been some talk about if, they're, if the administration's going to get rid of the <laughs> press conference altogether, which wouldn't surprise me. No, oh. not be shocking at all. Uh, it, they actually aren't obligated to do it at all. It's just, it's a tradition that's yeah. always been a White House tradition, but if there was ever admin, an administration that would s break a tradition yeah. like that, it's this it's one. this one. The one that's not an administration. It's not a real, right. Yeah. Um, but that was really an extraordinary moment and uh, really moving. And I, w I was very uh, proud of the reporters who did that, who teamed up. Yeah, I love that. And the it's fact that it wasn't like, planned. Yeah. yeah. But I guess, like, I don't know. I mean, in a perfect world, the end goal of journalism is to get information. So, exactly. like, really, they did do their jobs. They, they and did they should do get it. raises and for that. And they should show that if we all work together. Yep. Bring we it can home. make the world a better place. Hell yes. Yeah, yeah I like Whoa, that message. shooting Thank star. You. It's me. <laughs> Rachel's <laughs> a shooting star. I'm Rachel the shooting star. You're a shooting star. Oh my god, they use oh, so You're welcome. You know who? Oh, it's fine. No, no, Penny thinks that she's getting fed. So, uh, while we're at the end of the episode and still in the good news section, guys, yeah. uh, is there anything that you forgot to recommend or or um, that you're looking forward to or you're happy that you saw or ate or yes. overheard. Anything that put a little smile on oh, your face. Okay. I totally forgot to talk about this on yes. yesterday's episode. Mm -hmm. um, so if you know one thing about me, I'd like it to be that I stand so hard so hard my one true celebrity like I already know who this is stand so hard for is Adina Menzel yep the yeah. queen uh -huh. um I can't tell you how much I love her Rachel's I think almost she's, crying she yeah. loves her so much so good she's um she's just literally so funny. Um, anyways she's in a play right now mm -hmm. um called skin tight and I went and I saw that um last week mm -hmm. and She's not singing in it. Ooh. And yeah. the last time I saw her in If Then, which was her a Broadway show she was in, she starred in, like, three years ago, um, she is known for, like, being a little cheeky and goofy in her performances, maybe forgetting lines, <laughs> maybe forgetting words to songs. Oh, okay. But you love her and you forgive her. And, but because she has got such a beautiful voice, right. it's like, who cares? Yeah. And so I was a little nervous going in, which I feel... Because she can't sing her way out of it. Yes. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, she, was, she did such a good job. That's awesome. My Yay. problems with the play were the writing. Oh, right, true. Um, but she did such a good job. She was so funny. It's like... Uh, so it's a comedy? It's like a slice of life, mm -hmm. comedy, dysfunctional family, you hate everyone. Oh. Sure. 
um, kind of a, a dealio. I have not even heard about this until I think you put it on Instagram yeah, stories. Yes. And I was like, oh. And I that's what pro- you thing? putting that story prompted me to be like, oh, fuck, Tatiana Maslany is in a play in the city. I need to okay. go see that immediately. <laughs> that's what I was wondering. I had not even heard about that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, then, and so then Chloe saw- texted us and was like, do you want to see it before it's over? What is it again? Uh, oh, fuck. It, it's three words. It starts with an M. Yeah. Something, so it's something, the, something. the actress from Orphan Black. Yes. Oh, yes. Tatiana Maslany. There's like, if I read the description right, I think it's a woman in like different stages of her life. Okay. Cause I, I think. had not even heard of it. And then I Googled it when you texted us and I was mm-hmm. like, oh, weird. I hadn't even heard I about either. this. And then I weirdly just saw... Or maybe I just like, because you don't know what it is, it doesn't register, but I saw a poster for that theater company and I was like, I see you now. <laughs> Coming there. <laughs> I see you. Well, actually, if you're in the city, there's, um, this is a fun pro tip. Um, there's a bunch of programs at the different theaters for cheaper tickets. Mm-hmm. If you are under, most of them, if you're under 35. Mm-hmm. Um, one is called Hip Ticks at Roundabout. Uh-huh. Um the Manhattan really? Theater Company has 30 under 30. Um, I can't remember the other ones, Wait. but if you look them up. Hip ticks. What's the other one? If you're young 30 and 30 under 30? If you're younger and in the city, um, you should be going and seeing live stuff. Also, our shows are like $5. <laughs> oh, yeah. Comedy improv shows, especially yeah. at UCB. Maybe 10. Like, you'll see good improv and they're cheap. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But yeah, that was mine. Oh, God, I love her so much. I didn't cry, though. Oh, wow. I'm like a cool fan cell. Oh. In the Adina army. Did you say fan cell? Yeah, I was like, did I miss her? Fans are there, fan cells, or Adina's army. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. Very cool. Very cool. Did you have Um, anything? Yeah, mine was, uh, or I guess this is like something that made me happy and like something I should do more. Uh, Yesterday in our time was Saturday uh-huh. uh, and we like went to the park and I never go to the Dude, park. Dude, that was oh fun. Oh my God. And we just like walked so along a path. We like, discovered, you probably already know this because you live here, mm-hmm. we're 30 minutes from the park. Yeah, we're not far at all. That's insane. We did not. Yeah. I mean, it you can me hop longer. on a bus and it's so nice. Oh yeah. Oh. The bu- I love buses yeah. in the summer. I should mm. figure out how to do me it too. There's um, an MTA bus app, so easy. Yeah. Okay. And I'm directionally challenged. Yeah. Because yeah. I'm too, this is so stupid. I've lived in the city for 13 years. Mm-hmm. I'm scared to get on a bus. Oh, I love it so much. Yeah. I love it. I, just because I don't know the route. So mm-hmm. I'm like. The the app makes it so easy. It tells you the bus will be here in two minutes. What is the app? It's If you just go like MTA bus. Okay. Something. We should do that because yeah. we went to the park and it was so nice. Yeah. And we were just like, we're sitting there hanging out. And like, we could go on like not an insane day mm-hmm. and it would be empty. It was yeah. so nice. And then after you uh, after you left, yeah. you, I'm pointing to Allison, uh, Rachel came by and we were hanging out with just a big old group of lesbians. <laughs> uh, just but, like, a we were just, like, lot of ladies. <laughs> but it was just like, people were just like hanging out, like picnicking like playing sp- we all had there was like a football soccer ball i saw rachel really show off her athleticism <laughs> were you uh, so good was everybody she was jealous so good. everyone was like really surprised they were like wow <laughs> what happened uh nothing it was just like picture rachel playing soccer yeah, that's exactly yeah. what okay. it looked like cool, cool, cool. <laughs> i was so mad because chloe shot a video of me and like in my head i was running like real cool and real fast and i'm not kidding you the video looks like phoebe running on friends and i was like oh but I'm not even trying to be funny right now. I'm being serious. <laughs> no, Rachel, I 
I like was watching the video and I realized you do this thing that like kids do when they get ready to run. They like move their arms and then they move their <laughs> arms. They're like revving themselves up. That's so funny. Nicole just thought used to make fun of me and say that on the back line. And this is even oh, an improv. this is true. Yeah. Um, you could tell before I was going to make a move because I would shimmy my arms yeah. and then make oh a move. And after she did that, I've been very self-conscious about it. I think oh, wow. I got a photo of you on That's the back line. So yeah, you did. You, and she looks so happy. <laughs> oh. uh, guys, please follow Rachel and Chloe on Twitter at It's the Chew, at Real Slim Chata. Follow them on Instagram. Follow me on Instagram. Yes, I'm there please. Too. Just Rachel Chata. Uh, please like us on Facebook. Follow us on Twitter. Have you gone to lighttreason.news you and should. hit that donate button Ba-ba-bow. for as little as $5 a month or a one-time donation, which mm. I don't stress enough. If you yeah. can't do monthlies, we also take a one-time donation. Uh, that would be great because that's the only way the show can keep going. And uh, these times are very tumultuous. Mm-hmm. So all oh, support yeah. is much appreciated right now. I also have a Patreon, patreon.com slash Allison Kilkenny. If you are a $5 member over there, you get to send questions that will answer on Light Trees and News. $10 a month, you get to do the online hangouts, <gasps> which are so fun. Uh, and to my $50 a month members, they get handwritten letters from me. So and cute. obviously they get to do the online hangouts and get to send questions into Light Trees and News. You get it all. They get it mm. all, baby. Um, and yeah, thank you to everyone who's been listening and supporting and telling your friends about the show. That's a yeah. really, really easy, free way to help the show. Just tell your friends to listen. And uh, to subscribe um, and to leave a nice review on iTunes. All of that stuff yeah. helps. Hell yeah. Should I be plugging anything? Do we have any? Um, or do you if you're in LA. Play? Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. If you're, if you're an LA Cali person listening, um, in August, August 18th and 19th, Trash is going to be in LA, um, at the LA Indie Improv Festival. Yes. Uh, yeah. I won't be there and Eric won't be there. But yes. the rest of the team will be there and you should go yeah. see them. And also, um, tweet us like, Penny, we got some empty days. Tell us what oh, yeah. to do in LA. I don't know LA. Oh yeah. If you live in LA and you have any hot, hot wrecks for uh, Chloe and Rachel and the rest of Trash, yeah. uh, tell them what they should go see. Mostly food. Also, if you want to like see anything from us or hear anything from us, yeah. uh, tell us what you want us to do. Just like in life, not just in LA specifically. My cats are being insane right now. Yeah. Penny was just trying to eat plastic. And Chloe stopped her, her and then hissed legs. at Chloe. Uh, and then Desi swatted just, at like, her butt. Clawed her back. <laughs> but like, I think she liked it. Weird. All right. I don't like this. <laughs> All right. All right, guys. We got to go. Uh, thank you so much for listening. Do tell your friends about the show. And while you're at it, get out there and cause a little trouble. I love you. I love you. Love you.